Well, good morning, everyone. Heather and I are really enjoying getting to know the Campbelltown community, the area. I can find my way now to the essentials, to church, good, Bunnings, yep, Aldi, yep, and everywhere else I need Google Maps. Uh, at the moment, we're kind of feeling a little bit like strangers in a strange land, which I guess is to be expected. 20 years in one area, and now we've moved here to take up the ministry position, senior minister at Campbelltown Anglican. So it's a new day for us, but as I reflect on the experience, I really do feel like a stranger in a strange land. And I think that's a good thing. See, isn't that what we are? We live in a fallen world, a world that needs Jesus. This is not my home. My true home, our true home, if Jesus truly is my Lord, is with him. And I have to be longing for his day of return. And so as we start here in Campbelltown, and as I meet you for the first time feeling a little bit like a stranger, we're all strangers as we come to Jesus to find our true home. So this morning I want to look just at one verse to begin our series in 1 Corinthians this term. It's verse 2, chapter 1. And I'll give you a little bit of background to Corinth and the Corinthians. So the Apostle Paul, he's writing a letter to the church in Corinth. He planted the church. Acts 18 has the story. And when he first walked into Corinth, he would have felt like a stranger in a strange land. It was a flourishing trade city shaped by its Greek cultures, uh, full of debauchery, religious cults, paganism, false idols. And here he is, a converted Jew, feeling like a stranger in a strange land. But then he starts a church. And a couple of years later, he writes back to that church. And verse, verse 2 is really quite incredible. Have a look at verse 2 for me. It says there, to the church of God in Corinth. Literally, to the gathered people of God in Corinth. The word church comes from the word gather. And so God has done this mighty work in Corinth. He's gathered a bunch of pagans, a bunch of sinners, a bunch of debauched people, a bunch of, in other words, normal human beings into a church. It would be easy to overlook the significance of this. But this is the power of the gospel. And we read before that it all comes about because they've preached Christ crucified. And it's the pattern of history, really, isn't it? Something we need to remember that as you preach Christ crucified, powerful change is brought in the lives of people. This city we live in, Campbelltown or even Greater Sydney, is much like Corinth. It may even be more broken than Corinth, more debauched, more in need of the gospel. But the gospel is powerful to gather sinners as God's people. Now here we are as a Christian school, and this is Christian school devotions this morning we're at. We need to remember that truth. As members of local churches, we need to remember that truth, that God is gathering his people through the message of the cross. And so even though this is a Christian school, if there is anyone here today, anyone who's teaching, anyone involved on the staff who hasn't yet given their life to Jesus, can I say there is nothing more wonderful to do and you shouldn't delay being gathered with him. And you can really see the significance of what God does in, in what he's done in Corinth in the next bit of the verse. 
See there, it's to the church of God in Corinth that is made up of who? Those sanctified in Christ Jesus. That is those who have been spiritually washed clean. Debauched people, idol worshippers, all kinds of broken sinful people are now clean in Jesus. That means that God looks at these people and he sees the righteousness of Jesus in them. He sees holy people. Now there is an incredible change of status, isn't it? Once a sinner, now holy. I'm going to show my age here for a second. Jesus is the ultimate spiritual Omo. You remember Omo, the washing powder? Back in the 80s, the TV ads used to say things like, nothing cleans and brightens like Omo. I can remember the jingle pretty clearly. But unlike Omo, where you washed your clothes and just got dirty again, with Jesus, from the moment you become a Christian, nothing is cleaner and brighter. You are sanctified in God's eyes. When I was converted 28 years ago or so, you could say I was pretty spiritually dirty. And I'll never forget the joy of finding forgiveness and sanctification. That is what we pray for for our school community, isn't it? That everybody here who doesn't yet know Jesus would find true forgiveness and sanctification. But back to the final bit of verse 2 for today. Here's a message for us, just like it was to the Corinthians. It says there, we are called to be his holy people, Jesus' holy people. What this is saying is, we need to be who we are. If we have been sanctified and made holy, then we need to be sanctified and live a holy life. The word holy sounds like a very spiritual word, but but it just means be clean. The word sanctify, the word holy, they're very closely related words. But the point is simple. In Corinth, Paul wants the church to live out the faith they've been called to. Later in the letter, he'll make it really practical. He'll say, get rid of sin, preach Jesus, be unified, live at peace with one another. He might say he's telling the church, don't be hypocrites. Be faithful, genuine followers of Christ. That's a pretty good message for us as we, as we start together a new school year, as we look forward to what 2021 could be. Don't we as a Christian school want to be who we are? We want to be people who live sanctified lives because Jesus has sanctified us. We don't want to be hypocrites. We want to be genuine followers of the Lord who set forth the gospel for us. And if we are convinced we need to be what we are, then that will mean we'll need Jesus' mighty and powerful work amongst us. Wouldn't it be wonderful if he would work in us so that through us we'd see many more Christians? And wouldn't it be wonderful if we are so living out the faith that anyone who's not yet Christian is encouraged to find out more and to ask questions and join in with the churches in the Campbelltown and MacArthur area? See, this is my prayer for us as we begin together. This is a new ministry for me. I've moved to a new area. I'm sort of a stranger in a strange land. But we've been gathered as God's people. And we have this wonderful gospel to proclaim together in the school, in the community, in our churches, all for the sake of Jesus. Amen.